I have been trying for some time to kind of get this image right. I'm fascinated by this scene um, and delighted to go to the Presbyterian church that would have a crib, never mind, right in the center of church because there's something about this scene that um, to me is revolutionary, radical, it excites me. And I think I told you last Christmas that my first Sunday service and first antrim as an assistant minister was not really a great one. I was doing the main children's talk and I had all these jigsaw pieces and I had one that I placed under a seat somewhere down the church. And when we came into church, John Dixon kind of leaned across to me. We used to use these places above contradiction in those days and he leaned across to me and he says, where is it? And I said, right underneath Miss Smith's seat. Now the idea was that, uh, Rose will get that. In fact, the Sterling sisters are, are getting my drift. They know exactly who I'm talking about. So, um, so I had to get this, one of the Latimers, it was actually uh, wee Bob Latimer, had to get in, in through a, a malay of our more dignified elderly people to get this thing from under their seat. That was the start. Then what happened was it was on a lovely big kind of easel behind me. And in the middle of the last hymn, the whole jigsaw puzzle just came right out over my head. And I'm standing there with the hymn book in both hands thinking, what do I do here? Do I just stand to the rest of the service? And I remember thinking something like only 38 more to go before I retire. Christmas for me was going to be that same effort and now it's so full of image of everything else that happens in the life of Jesus. I do believe that everything that happens in the gospel is in this scene and I've been trying for years to kind of, you know, heaven, we kind of think of it up there somewhere, coming down to earth and if we want to because we can think of now it was a bit bigger than this but consider for a moment all that is in heaven and all of divinity compacted into something that God would send hurtling towards earth and this God in human form going to hit earth with a shudder that was never going to be unfelt. No such word, but my daughters know I make up words and that's closer to a real word than most of the ones I make up. And yet, landing seemingly gently in a bed of straw, a little baby. And I've been trying for years to kind of think, is it a meteorite that I'm thinking? Or is it a Semtex encrusted meteorite? That God sends full of heaven, hurtling towards earth, landing seemingly unseen, as Chris so well put it, forceless, exposed, not with any hoopla, not even you would feel the people around it being aware that anything significant had happened. But everything, everything is different. The world has been knocked out of kilter by this experience.
explosive, heavenly, semtex-encrusted meteorite hitting our world. It's all a bit askew, the whole thing. Everything about it seems to be wrong and upside down, even to the way we live our lives now. I mean, if we look at it, the shepherds were your Balamina cultures. Oh, I like that. The shepherds were not the ones who were going to synagogue all the time. They were the rough and ready. And in this scene, centered to all that we're thinking about in this season, you find none of the religious. You find this shepherd boy with a wee lamb over his shoulder, maybe imagery even in that. But these dirty, bogging, culty shepherds have just walked right in to the presence of he who you weren't able to go into the Holy of Holies and see. Everything's changed. Like Hebrews chapter 4 told us in the reading. With boldness and confidence, like the shepherds in the fields, we can approach God because everything has changed. In religious terms, and the Jews wouldn't get this, would they? Everything had been transformed, knocked on its head, upside down, gentle baby straw, out of kilter. Those who were last were coming into the presence of God. Which is good news. Because it means current Balamina cultures can come into the heart and the presence of God. Everything has changed. And these wise men, they, I love them. Because I'm from Balamina, where the shepherds are out in the fields and the ministers know their theology. These guys didn't. They were stargazers. Eastern, mystical, dodgy in their theology as dodgy in theology can be. But it's they who may be even unknown to themselves. Who knows what happened after it? Get a chance to come into the presence of God, not because they have their theology right, but just because they were prepared to seek. And then, and we might come to it on Sunday, but most of you will be away, at least that's the feeling I get. Herod, they have it. They've got the truth. They have the theologians. They've heard the news and they're scuttling through the Old Testament to find out what is this event about. And they recognize that it's the Messiah. But their response is not like the man from Pan. They know that this meteorite hurtling towards earth will have much to say 
about the powers that be and the systems of the world. And even though they had the truth, they were not prepared to allow the truth to affect their position of power. Because now, in the stable, can you see it? Does he need to write it across the scene? Blessed are the poor. Blessed are the meek. The first shall be last, so that the last can be first. Everything is different. And so should all our ambition. Philippians chapter 2, read by Joanna. She's back. Yes, that's the good things about Christmas. We lose some of you, but some of the rest come back and see us. But that incredible change of how we live our lives, to try to be meek, To be the servants in a world that still wants to rule throughout its authority. We come as those followers saying, no, 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 no. We don't need to rule. In fact, ruling is not the key. Serving others is. Everything is out of kilter. Everything is askew. Everything, everything seems to be a mess. But this is the new way. This is the baby who whispers to us, follow me. This seems an absurd way. Seems an absurd way for God to become human. Seems an absurd way to live our lives. But it's the only hope for humanity. He is showing us a different way. And it seems to me, literally just to close, that the two things that excite me about this are these. One, that this out of kilter, a mess askew, Meteorite hurtling to hit the world and change everything changes everything in the heart of me as an individual. But also changes everything in the heart of the nation and the world. I can, like a shepherd, in my time of need and in any time, boldly approach the throne of grace with confidence, as Hebrews tells us. Me. How many billions and trillions of people have lived? How insignificant am I? But because of this event, I can be in the presence of God. He wants to engage with us. Individually. But bigger than that, like we read last week, Luke chapter 1 and 51 
Mary's song, he has stretched out his mighty arm and scattered the proud with all their plans. He has brought down mighty kings and their thrones and has lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and sent the rich away with empty hands. This is global. A miss, out of kilter, askew. The world has been shuddered to its foundations. And justice has a chance if we listen follow me follow me follow me all the places I chose in the prayer are not comfortable places the manger the road to Egypt man of no reputation as they try to kill him as he does his work around Galilee and into Jerusalem as he overturns tables. Gethsemane. Calvary. And it's from those places, not BT9, that he says, follow me. The heavenly Semtex encrusted meteorite still wants to hit. Are we willing to have our worlds shaken? Or like Herod, will we theologize it and just ignore him or put him down? Let's pray. Our God, we pray that in our lives as individuals, in our lives as a fellowship, in the city that we live in, in the nation that we're a part of, in the world that is now a village, that the impact of this heavenly Semtex-encrusted meteorite might hit and the core of our lives and our fellowship and our city and our nation and our world might be shaken with this good news this good news that there is hope in Christ's name Amen